We're good. Sheesh. That was a mission. You gotta get uh, Alex a little closer here. Hey guys. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry about that. How are that. you gonna blame this on Ryan? Yeah, we're gonna blame this on Ryan. Let's see, it's uh, 419. Sorry, we're um, one minute early. I'm at 19 minutes late. Um, but Ryan did have his computer out there with him in the rain. So Kyle had to uh, get the hairdryer out and put the computer in a sack of rice. Yeah. And finally, because of Kyle's genius electronics acumen, he fixed it for all of us. So thank you, Kyle. You're welcome. Uh, without you, there would be no show today. Um, shout out to everybody in here. I see some uh, some homies in there. Mafia, Verbal. You guys were out there in, in the battling with your uh, cameras in the rain, too. So props to you guys. And uh, we're happy to be back and dry. Um, my feet, though, are still wet. So uh, how about you, Kyle? How you doing? Um, I have not hosed my gear down yet. So I'm also not looking forward to that. Let me try to rearrange this here. So I was looking for the mic cord and I couldn't find it. I realized it just wasn't plugged in there. But Mario like Trujillo says, your hat is crooked. Um, in case you didn't know, Mario, that is now the style. So, um, crooked hat crew. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Shoosh. What's up? Sorry, that was a little, um, I felt like like Ryan and Scott on the Fandango there. Um, just so you know, there is a Spick and Span logo yeah, I over just, your face. Um, you can leave that there or just move your head. I just fixed it. Getting these logos <laughs> set. All right. I think we're good. Yeah, I'm I'm sweating already, and it's not even that hot. That was just... Dude, look, what I, look what I had waiting for me on my desk when I got Wow, back. yeah. I didn't even notice that. I was in too much yeah. stress going on. This thing's nice, man. I mean, this the, the print on this is insane. It's like... It's like, I don't know, it's like another whole layer of goo on here. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, that like tough. Yeah, heat, and it's a like super tough. heavy quality shirt. I, was, um, I wasn't expecting it to be this nice. Yeah, we put a lot of work into it, make sure that it'll last for a long time through wash and dry and everything. So glad you like it. <laughs> Deep breaths, Kyle. <laughs> ah, let's all take a cleansing breath here. It's like going into, going into overtime in the rain. Yeah. Everything's not working. What a disaster. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, congrats to Impact. It was quite a weekend uh, for everybody. Definitely some intense moments. Um, good times, though. Certainly, uh, you know, the way the field played was a little bit different at times. But, you know, I, I feel like that's natural to, to have the field slow down a little bit. And whoever can adapt to that usually ends up going going far in the tournament. And, you know, we certainly made some mistakes. But I feel like third place is... Um, not too bad. Better than a stick in the eye, at least considering we were down to the Ironman by three points with a minute and a half to go. Yeah. I mean, went definitely went through some, some struggles in the prelims, to say the least. Um, you know, with that first losing to AC Dallas. It, and I think a big thing was them just playing a different game than we had practiced through all of the practices. Sure, and you know the way AC Dallas played us in that prelim game, which was the only our second game of the tournament, was kind of how the field played in the finals. Like those guys, sort of, I'm not going to say figured it out, but they adapted to that finals type of game, and we kind of, 
you know, played into that and, and let them sort of dictate that the pace of that game. So congrats to Diesel. Um, those dudes definitely gritted it out, you know, got homies on that team. Um, um, Mark Johnson's the man, definitely played great up through the center. Andy Horvath, Grayson Gladstone. Yeah, um, so what cool. else were some... cool to see those guys uh, making some moves. Besides that, I mean, I guess another story um, was the Hurricanes going 4-0, beating both Houston Heat and Russians in their bracket and taking first in their bracket. Yeah, I mean, those guys, I saw them walking off after they lost to Heat in the, um, in, the, in the quarterfinals, and they were really disappointed. So, you know, they really weren't content with just making it that far. Those guys are coming to, to win a tournament. So um, really exciting to see young guys like that and a new team that's really pressuring with, with some um, ferocity. So, um, yeah, definitely not going to take it lightly when we play those guys for the first time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we still haven't played them yet, huh? No. Um, yeah, I saw a couple people in here asking um, if we could go over that, that match against the Russians. Uh, yeah, there's some interesting questions in here. What's up with the increase of, of violence? What are your thoughts on the standoff? I mean, there's a lot of... I mean, we could talk about that. We could talk about... I don't know. Write some of these down. Yeah, so we got increase of violence, which I don't know if I would really qualify it like that. I... I think that you actually see a lot of that that happens in, in practice often and it's I think it's kind of fun sometimes I mean when both guys are doing it uh, it's a little bit different I'm sure both of them laughed afterwards and um, there I don't think there was any malicious intent they both just started and nobody wanted to back down there and uh, it, it's funny I think we were talking before one of our matches we were talking we were asking the refs what happened to those guys um, as far as like, you know, suspensions or whatever. And was it, I feel like it was you that was like, I feel like you, you, players should be able to do that when they're just teeing off on each other one-on-one, like let them do it. And the refs are like, we agree. Like if they want to do that, you know, and it's not affecting anyone else or they're like putting someone into the ground while someone's guns down. It's like, let them take it out on each other if they want to do it. <laughs> I don't know. There's gotta be a line somewhere. Yeah. I hear the, the battle cry. Yeah. Is that a form of violence? I don't know. Um, Anyway, yeah, pr- thanks for the shout-outs on the, on the battle cry and verbal for, for capturing that uh, magical moment. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I think um, there has to be some sort of, of rule there. Um, uh, I don't know what it is. I think they handled it properly, right? Like, they gave the guys – I don't even – was there even a penalty? On, like, a, was, there was no major, right? Because they didn't determine <laughs> either, either guy was, like, playing on and affecting the game in that way. They just, they just said, okay, did they stop the game? No, yeah, I think they stopped the game, but both of those players just had to sit out for the remainder of okay. that of that match. Yeah, fine. Okay, so then wh- who won the point? Um, I believe it was. I mean, I don't know who won that point. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's meaningful. I don't know. I, I think that you know, and I talked to Maddie Marshall about this a lot, and it kind of one thing that paintball is missing is that you know that 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 thing that a lot of extreme sports have, and that's the stakes of actually getting hurt. Sure. And you have that in fighting, you have it in, in, you know, these death defying sports like motocross and skateboarding and BMX riding. And there's actually risks, um, to your body, life and limb. And, uh, people like to see that. Yeah. So, I mean, this, this type of action certainly raises the stakes, right? Because yeah. 
there's a there's an element of brutality there that's interesting to walk watch yeah verbal says football of course yeah i mean football those guys are you know killing each other so um uh i mean yeah it, it's just, it's an interesting thought um should it just you know but again like we're that, that's a distraction from the game so if that type of thing is happening even if it's not a penalty it's still you know it, it still affects the way the point is played which then affects the outcome of the game which is you know not okay sure because you want the best team to win not the team that is causing the biggest distraction yeah uh, yeah but yeah definitely cool i mean definitely got a, lo- a lot of attention and, and shout out to those guys i mean dylan boyum and jc two nice guys off the field but you know i i wouldn't uh um shorten jackson my wearing a wig no it's just a bad haircut um thanks though um anyway uh yeah i mean and again when we're at practice we do that kind of stuff all the time yeah yep so you know we have protective gear and we're used to getting shot and you know it's definitely not for the faint of heart but um you know if if you if you understand that you're safe and it's just going to be welts and your eyes are protected then yeah go for it Mm -hmm. bloody knuckles (laughs) yeah i i agree um the wet field how much was it a factor i know that 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 first point i i played in that uh russian match uh i didn't really get a bad start but my foot slid like four inches back when i pushed off and that uh definitely made me lose a step um and i got hit by sergey shooting you know right into that tower from the back center and that that was kind of unfortunate because you know i wasn't really out there um earlier in that match uh dealing with like those conditions so that was like i think the ground was a little bit but like i don't know if i'd say you know did you think it was was that bad in that first match i mean if you're prepared i always kind of like uh variable conditions because if you're prepared mentally and with your equipment then you know you can have an advantage because people don't want to be out there playing in the rain like it's it's, you know people are like oh god it's wet and cold if you can fight past that mentally and say okay i've got my paper towels i've got my uh my paint taken care of i've got my you know waterproof socks or whatever and you you do your best to you know have preparation so you do have that that little edge it's kind of like almost like a it's a chance to to increase your your uh chance of winning mm-hmm. so sure i kind of like having those extreme conditions sometimes um i mean i'd certainly rather play in the rain like that than the extreme heat um and uh you know we grew up playing in the rain out at mare island and I, those are some of my funnest days ever just going out and in the soggy in the woods and and um you know you kind of it's kind of peaceful in a way where it's the, the sound of the rain and the water and you know you're sliding around and it creates an element of fun um so yeah i mean it, it certainly affects the way the game is played because it is in this sport especially your equipment is is so important and, and the rain can affect all that your gun your paint you know the, the paint or you get water inside your barrel and it doesn't shoot straight so yeah, it's certainly. Um, and and when you're shooting, it's it, the condensation is creating this cloud in front of your face, so you can't really see where your paintballs are going. Sure. Um, it's a whole, it's a whole, um, you know, a whole array of variables that that can be that can be changed. So, um, yeah. And I mean, 
you could see that in in that move where Ryan went and bunkered Sergey, which was a critical moment in the match, and and his gun didn't shoot. So um, uh, I don't know if it was his gun or his paint or whatever, but it was it was a problem for him and and obviously for the team because you know you're down by one point. I, I can't say that we would have won the point if that didn't happen, but you got to say we would have had a better chance to. Cause I mean, it would... looked it looked pretty solid that we were going to win that point if that doesn't happen because. Ryan doesn't get shot right there. He's alive. Blake trades with the other, uh, I think it was maybe Smotrov in that brick next to him. And then, you know, then I think it's a two-on-one at that point, right? With um, Ryan and Archie and whoever was over there on the Dorito side. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I have to go back and watch it, but whatever. I don't know. Say la vie. Uh, we'll be back at the next one and uh, fighting hard, so... Um, bummer that that happened, but you can look at one single moment in a match and say, oh, that's why we lost. But in reality, there was a lot of moments that um, we failed to deliver on uh, earlier on in that match. So, you know, it's just uh, it's it's one of those things that you can be hypercritical about. But really, you know, if you look at the entire match, there was a lot of mistakes made. So, um, yeah, he's saying Sergey got three kills in 10 seconds after that. Sure, obviously that affected the point then. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty funny though. He was like in disbelief. Like he called himself out. And he's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I know that's tough too. It was like, I don't know. What What do you guys think about that? Like, I'm sure all of you saw the video. Did you think that it looked like he called himself out? I, I, I That's a tough one because I think, you know, if, we're, if, you, if I put myself in that position, I'm going to also be like, well, I, you know, I kind of stopped playing, but I was... I didn't really like fully call myself out, and you see guys put their guns up in bunkers when they're trying to get tight. Yeah, look, I, I feel like this is a really awkward or strange, unusual situation. The reason that they have a rule that you're, if you call yourself out, you're out, is to prevent like a dead man's walk. And a dead man's walk is when you pretend you're out and then you go and like start playing again once you're behind the other team. So in this situation, I don't think he was you know maliciously calling himself out to try to trick anybody sure he actually thought like ryan got behind him and shot him in the pack because you know ryan had him dead to rights yeah so that being said i mean in this situation i don't think he should be you know out because of that yeah um now uh do i think you should be if you know if you you should be out if you call yourself out yes so i mean there's a weird gray area there that i i'm kind of contradicting myself i understand that but you know the rules should be black and white. However, you know there is a, a weird circumstance here that you can you can look at it and say, okay, what's the intent of the rule? You know, did this really violate the intent of the rule? I don't think so. Yeah, and uh, then you know it's kind of tough too uh, to penalize them for so, like something that's kind of a gray area where he's like, I turned around and I I saw that Ryan was messing with his gun and I realize that like he didn't shoot me i just saw him behind me and he's like obviously his gun's not working so i realized he his gun wasn't shooting to then like overturn it and and be like oh actually you guys you know lost the point and now you have to start down bodies because of a a gray area mistake yeah, you can't you can't you can't do that that's like i don't know it, it look the, the way they called it and the way it played is the right way yeah. i uh, i think that that's okay Thank you, I mean, Nick Sloviak, who's on our side. He said he's he was definitely calling himself out. Um, <laughs> that's what we were arguing for, for sure. Uh, you gotta, you gotta try, right? I, I don't think there was much of an argument, but yeah, 
Yeah. Um, and Chris Odom, I see him in here. It was, it was awesome to meet him at the out of the event. He, he came out there on his uh, on his crutches, looking good and all his Formisa swag, and uh, it's definitely cool to see him rooting on um, rooting on the boys and to have him in our pit for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to you, Chris. Uh, great to see you out there, and um, hopefully we'll catch you in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see him. And, and you know, Chris brought up a good point, too. Uh, you know, obviously he's bummed about his injury, but he was talking about, like, how hard it's been for him to climb back and get back into the NFL um, because his body's, like, you know, I, I guess, Chris, you could probably give a better percentage, but, you know, your your body's at 75%, 85% max because you're always wearing it down um, by training and playing games. So this not only gives him, you know, unfortunately has to recover for his knee, but it also gives him a chance to get his entire body back to 100% so that when he is back at full strength, you know, he's going to come back out there with vengeance and be better than ever. Um, for sure. Which I guess, you know, it's good to find the, that the um, optimistic uh, perspective in, in all of these, you know, unfortunate things that happen. Um, yeah. Chris is just a super positive guy, like just amazing energy and, and stoked to, to be out there and, and enjoy like at the end of the tournament, when we were breaking down the booth. The whole place was full of mud. I saw him. He's still there in the rain, you know, hanging with the guys and, and trudging through the mud with on, on one leg. So definitely a soldier. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell, uh, why he is successful in what he does because of his uh, obviously his his preparation and training, but also his his attitude. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, and, and, it, and that that makes me kind of circle back to you, Kyle. And that you know, um, this weekend I really learned a lot from you in your kind of steadfast positivity and focus, and and really dr- wanting to will and drive the team forward. And and you know, I know that you weren't playing. You know, it's hard because we have 11 really good players and Skinny's, you know, at at has a, has a difficult choice to make there. And he, I wasn't even playing until Dalton got hurt. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, I, I understand your, your situation, but a lot of guys don't handle it like you. I mean, you took you you just I feel like leveled your focus and your involvement and your will up when that happened. For sure. Right? Like you became more of a leader than most of the guys on the team and you're probably about the only guy in the pit you and yosh that you know were you know still optimistic during that iron man game like mm-hmm. i i mean i even said it myself like look man i was like i was checked out you know i was like okay let's let's just let's manage our differential here and make sure we don't get blown out and um you know i looked over at you and you're like no we can still win this right let's 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 do that so you know the guys got out there and one point, one point, one point, and then, you know, we're we're in overtime and and um, and we take that down. So, um, uh, amazing, uh, amazing leadership skills, man. I um, I take my hat off to you, or Thank my, you. my I'll take my wig off to you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's tough with that eleven man roster, and you know, I came in back to to the team after you guys were already on a on a on a pretty good run, and I knew. You know, it wasn't like there's no guaranteed play time when you have 11 incredibly good guys and that had to be, you know, earned earned back again. So how we were kind of doing that, that rotation for me coming in at like 
you know, third or fourth point in the match. Um, you know, it, it's a little bit different, difficult to figure out the flow of the match or how the other guys are playing. Regardless, if you have all the intel, you're not on the field like understanding those, you know, one to three players that you're dealing with every point and the adjustments they might be making, um, and just the changes that are happening like constantly every new point. Uh, and so I went to SK that that night after Friday, and I was like, hey. Uh, it's, you know, I, obviously I, I want to play, but if, if it's going to be an issue where we're like, I don't want to hurt the team. If we go out there, like I, I, I'm not discouraged about my capabilities at all, but I want guys to be able to find that rhythm. And on top of that, I can help the guys in the pit win these games. If I have the opportunity to kind of like dissect the other team from the pit, cause I kind of felt like on that you know, that first day before we kind of knew how the rotation rhythm we were going to get into was, is, you know, we manage our paint. So like filling up your pack and then standing in the sun and then coming back and like after maybe a couple points, you, you like dump those pods because they're getting hot. I started realizing I was like, I was so worried about like managing that, that I was not focusing on, on what was going on in the game or helping other guys get ready or or pointing things out that I was seeing that the other team was doing, like looking for weaknesses and dissecting, you know, what the other team was doing. So Skinny and I kind of talked about that. Um, and as we kind of tightened up the roster, and, you know, it wasn't just me, it was a lot of the guys. And as the field got tighter and we didn't need to stretch as much, it allowed you know, us to play five or six guys and get in a constant rhythm. Um, and then allowed me to be able to find, you know, little intricacies like in that rushing game. The only thing that I feel like we were able to kind of pick apart in that breakout was, you know, what Sergey was doing, uh, coming high <coughs> over the back center on the Dorito side and then instantly moving into the tower. Besides that, you know, they, they didn't really give us anything to capitalize off the break they weren't giving us any bodies to shoot and um you know little stuff like that that i wouldn't probably be seeing if i was trying to mentally prepare my own self to go back in and out um which i think you know is helpful and it, it does suck sometimes but uh it's funny i told yeah, skinny I mean, i'm like it's not, it's not like you know, you were playing bad. It yeah. was just Skinny's decision. I mean, I was playing good, but, you know, he had different options. You got Dalton, you got Marcelo, you got Mike Arena. You know, those are, all, you know, we're all good players. So mm -hmm. who are you going to give the reps to and who are you going to count on when the when the chips are down, right? And you want to have those guys. I mean, what do you do, not sit Archie and Ryan? I mean, no, you can't. Yeah. They're just, well, those guys are elite players and, and great decision makers. And then you got Yosh and Blake and now Damian and Arturo, who Damian had an amazing practice. And he played really well in the tournaments when he played. In the tournament when he played, I mean, he didn't make mistakes. He's super fast. He got into the spots, but you know, come Sunday, what do you need? Uh, speed or decision making ability, right? So, more often than not, it's the decision making, right? Both teams are are not taking any risks, and they're gonna, you know, it's usually a low scoring game at the end, and um, you, you're just gonna count on those guys that you know are gonna are going to be in there and make the right decisions. So um, it's a tough situation for Skinny. It's a bummer for some of the guys on the team, but that's just the nature of this, right? 
that's that's how you get to that point. You have those guys at practice. You you have those options. You 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 all share your ideas, and then hopefully you can win the tournament together uh, as a team. You know, maybe not everybody plays because you know I've been in that situation too, where you go through a tournament, you play a little bit in the beginning, and then you not that you're playing bad. You just you know that's not the way the coach feels that you're going to win the tournament and you know some of the times they're right maybe some of the times they're wrong but um yeah just uh you know you got to have a positive outlook and and you certainly showed that and um i i appreciate that because i can't say that i've always had that outlook you know sometimes i think i'm playing well and i'm like yeah fuck this you know why am i sitting you yeah. know and then you sit there and you pout and you're like yeah you know and even maybe there's a part in your there's a part in your brain that's saying i hope these fucking guys lose because i'm not out there right it's a very <laughs> selfish mentality right yeah but it's, it, it, I can't say that that hasn't crossed my mind ever in my in my career. Um, of course, I want my team to win, but there's a egotistical part of being an athlete that, or you know, being a competitor, that you want to be out there and, and doing it. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I feel that way now. I'm just saying that I have had those thoughts in in the past. So, sure. um, yeah, uh, you you know what so, else? You know, I, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad we got third because you and me weren't playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like if we if we were at zero and four not playing, I would have maybe preferred that. But third, I guess is is okay. Yeah, I think Dalton's okay. I see how serious is his injury. I think he pulled his hamstring. Um, you know, he doesn't usually stretch. He's in the dum dums, so um, you know, I feel like. He just uh, kind of goes out there and wings it, and the chances he, he gets injured a lot, so that's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, one other thing just before we leave um, that conversation is Marcelo and I were talking about, um, you know, one, how well Archie played, uh, has been has been playing this year, like hit a new level, and then we started like going back and thinking about, so out of those, those top four teams, um, first through fourth, so you had J Rab that was playing that position as well, um, on the on the snake side as a two, but needing to be a one. So you have you had J Rab, uh, Archie, Malloy playing out there, um, and then you had Chad George. And then if you look at the other side, um, it, you, there was a little more leeway to get to that first Dorito, but you have Fedorov. Mouse, um, yourself, Mikey, uh, and then I, th- I think it was maybe. I, I think he had Ronnie, D- Ronnie D's. Oh no, Fedorov. They had Fedorov. Yeah, Fedorov was there. And then the Russian had um, I forget who they have. Karzlev or somebody. Yeah, um, Karzlev or maybe switching out with someone. So like, you're talking about arguably, you know, five to six of some of the best twos in the world playing those, those spots in a, in a field where it pulled in so much that, that going out was so risky that in, and if you on Sunday, you, you get five on four off the break, like that team with the fives most likely winning. And I, you know, also and, and the water slows everything down like for the sure. Water, the water makes the field muddy, which makes it harder to run. So I feel like, shooting off the break becomes easier in the rain even though you might think it's the opposite but i i I truly think it becomes harder to make spots in the rain Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, I mean, it was a... Uh, and, and I was, you know, thinking about that, a lot of those those five-on-fives that we were playing against the Russians, you know, they... I thought that they kind of they outplayed us a few of those points with mainly just Sergey because everyone got to positions where you know four guys were canceling out four guys and I think just some of those points they got an, a little bit of an edge on us because Sergey went into a position where he trusted that his four guys were going to be able to hold our five and then he started being able to probe and look for kills when by them you know what? If you guys go back and watch the match, you'll see Sergey left the back center, went into that Dorito side middle, then he came into that wing, and the Russians funneled a second guy up into that tower to take over holding that snake side, and then it would allow Sergey to start probing. It brought the guns a little bit higher and more focused in on the middle, and then they started to get their guys out on the on the sides. Which, in my opinion, I think there was some of those points that that's kind of, you know, they just made the move first and they they looked for that opportunity first, and it kind of stung us. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, we did. So we lost. We lost four points, right? I'm not going to count that one that with the Ryan and that whole situation, right? So the the end score was five to three, but it probably should have been like, say, we just canceled that last thing. Say it's four to three because we lost four, four legit or yeah, four legitimate points. Sure. So that. I think that um, two of them we got penalties. Yeah. Uh, and then you're right. I think the difference maker was that spot, was that kind of uh, first guy who was going to go up the middle and either uh, kind of wrap and 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 look to probe to cause distractions and damage or to plant himself down, try to be a trap for one of our, our movers, right? So... The game wasn't won on the outsides. It was one in the middle, like you're saying. Yes, moves were made on the outsides, but usually that was after the thing in the middle, whatever it was going to be, happened. Yes, for sure. And just going to the tournament, looking at a lot of the games, we were most successful when Ryan and, and Blake and Yosh were able to like go up in that center and get penetration and just say, okay, you know, live with uh, the guy being able to move on the outside because – you know, we really never got beat with a guy coming down around the corners on us. You know, yeah. usually, usually happened up the middle or us making mistakes trying to push around the corners. Dude, look at Ryan Greenspan's in here. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Kevin Kevin said, "Show is so much cooler without that Greenspan dude." <laughs> Alex and I talked on the phone before, and I was like, "I, I kind of like some of these shows because then we just get to go deep in the in the in the concepts and the strategy and whatnot." Um, not that we don't and not that Ryan doesn't, but he's lurking. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was going to, he was like, I might be able to pop in, but it's going to be 2 a.m. So probably not. Uh, well, he's up. He's jet lagged. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, look at this thing. Have you guys ever eaten on this big and span show? Look at this monstrosity. Wow. Hey, anyone guess what this is? A, a tiki masala empanada. No, but I did have two Masala last night. What would our show? Right, first person to guess what that is that I'm eating got the headband. You heard him. What would our show be called if it was just us? Mm. 
Non. Nope. Not non. Empanada. No. What's that? Crunch wrap supreme. Turkey leg. Jack in the box no taco. Gonna, no one's gonna guess it. Baklava. No. Nope. Papusa. Puff pastry. Cheese quesadilla. There is cheese on it. That is. That is. Uh, there's cheese on it. Dude, Tigerware merch is fire. Are you got? Do you guys still have these, or are they sold out? Yeah, there's still some on there. Go get some it. hats. I mean, this is a nice sweatshirt. I'm gonna be rocking this all winter. Actually, I'm like, I put it on yesterday, and I was gonna wear it around the shop, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna keep this nice. Yeah. You I'm feel like, like uh, you feel like protected in there. It's it's yeah, and good I weight. feel like I feel like Margaret will like approve of this shirt. Like, yeah. Usually when I bring paintball like graphics tees home, she's like, "No, not coming in the house." Yeah. But uh, yeah. I'm Did you like, like on the on the hood too? That little label it shows. Yeah, there's a cool upright. detail on the hood here. It's got the Tiger Wear uh, logo, but it's upside down, so you can see it when it, when your hood is not on. Yeah. Um, so we. I just was down actually. Oh, your Strudel. Nope. All, all morning uh, at a newer manufacturer that we might be using for some stuff in San Diego, which is pretty cool. Um, seeing, you know, kind of the back end and, and stuff that they make already. So I think we'll have a bunch of cool new options of stuff to make, which is nice. Okay, I'll give you guys a clue. Penovini. Okay. There it is. Pacha Puri. There it is. Look at that cheese hanging off of there. Oh, my God. Are it crunchy? It's round. It's fried. And it's a fruit. You seeing some of these uh, rakas? Panzerotti? I, I mean, I don't know what some of these foods are in here. Oh, that, um, well, yeah, there it is. Who got it? Well. Is it close? Someone got close? Well, somebody, yeah, okay. We'll give it, we'll give it to Vegas Venom. Well, no, what's Planta? Is that, is that Plantain? Edward Hortbelt said Plantain, that's what it is, but it has cheese on it. Placenta? <laughs> All right, I'm giving it to, uh. Let's see here. Vegas Venom. All right. Vegas. Vegas Venom. We got it. Plantain? It's plantain, yeah. Oh, fried plantain. All right. Vegas Venom. Congrats. Uh, so, what, uh, Alex, what size did you get in that hoodie? Medium? Yeah. Yeah, and I, uh, that's the same size I was. And it, so it's kind of like an oversized medium. If you wear, If you wear large, you could probably fit a medium too. Um, if you want it to be a little bit more roomy, you could go large, but both Alex and I wear medium and, uh, we're like six, three, six, four height wise. Um, so yeah, I'm going to rely on you to tell me, who, uh, who Vegas Venom is and send me his address Okay. or, or her address. Yeah. Um, Vegas, so... you can message, message me. I think we should have your address in here not you can always message alex so for people who are asking about gloves and hormy pants field one hormy pants we're gonna uh i think maybe put those up this weekend i'm not sure i'm just trying to get it together over here but they are cool and and uh we're gonna get those out to you guys to um to try out and see what you think 
Um, so yeah, thank you guys. What else? Oh, so no all-star game. Um, it was just a little bit too, the conditions were the, the big reason for that. And, you know, with, with the rain comes a lot of, uh, equipment issues. And I think a big thing for, you know, some of the, some of the players, especially going into the finals, which obviously, you know, they might play a couple points besides Alex, who was going to go hundred, 110%, um, didn't want to like have to deal with their equipment get, getting like any more exposure to those harsh conditions and then having to like, you know, go into the finals with any chance of, of, you know, water in the loaders or in the guns, whatnot. Yeah. And you want the all-star game to be like a spectacle, right? Yeah. You want the crowd to be, the bleachers to be packed and people to be cheering and everyone to be having fun. Not everyone soggy and, and miserable. So I think they're going to move it out to world cup and, and make it a, make it a thing there. So that, I think that's a good decision. A great and, decision. Um, yeah. Bust it up over there. And people who are asking about sizes there, um, I'd say the gloves run a little bit small, but the pants are pretty true to size. So, um, yeah, thank you, Sandy Toes Kyle. See you in there with the info because he's been testing out the gloves for me. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so that. And, uh, yeah, so hopefully the All-Star Game will be a blast and it'll be, you know, a little more sunny. And um, I think they'll do it earlier on in the tournament. And also, you know, the top four teams, us, Impact, Heat, and uh, the European team, whatever that one is, coming out of Europe, um, you know, we won't be playing. We'll be playing an exhibition round, but, you know, our tournament really doesn't start until, I don't know when they're going to do it, Saturday or Sunday. But I think the All-Star game will probably be Thursday, which gives us a lot of time to, to you know, rest and, and recover from playing the All-Star game. So I feel like it's a, it's a good call and uh, it should be a lot of fun and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I agree. I th- I think that was just a, a good idea because also too, I mean, you might have had some of the guys that were coming, were didn't make it out of the prelims or you know, got knocked out early. They were ready to get get out of the field because it was such a mess. So for sure, I mean, I slipped and and tweaked my back and I wasn't you know I wasn't good to go. So I was I wouldn't have been in the game. How exactly did it did it happen? Like so I've had a back spasm like that before. Like, so I, I was okay. And then I just, I slid out from that big Dorito to the, it was in the overtime point and against LVL. And I, it was like G3 and I just dove out to that little Dorito and I, I was sliding mm-hmm. and I just twisted the wrong way. Like as I was sliding, cause I wasn't in a full, like in, in a full belly dive. I was kind of like on a, in like a baseball slide type of deal. Yeah. I just felt my whole back like tighten up and it just, you know, I, I still can feel it now, especially like I rode my, uh, I, I took the bike to school this morning with my daughter on the, on the back seat. And I was like, I got home and I was like, Ugh. but um, it's just like one of those ones where it's not an injury. It's just like, what you grade know, are you in? You what grade of pain? No, you said you took your bike to school today. Oh, she's in kindergarten. Yeah, no, I took, I'm, I'm in first grade. She's oh, in kindergarten. Okay. So you guys just bike pool yeah bike pool um yeah i i had that i used to get that a lot you know it's interesting my i had bad lower back pain for like five years i think it started kind of when i first got on dynasty and then went for 
you know, all the way up through to like right when I got back on Ironman again, um, until I found out like a good, uh, warm up to do. Um, but it, it's, I, I think that, you know, like obviously I'm not a doctor here, but that's like a pinched nerve you probably got. And then it, it spasm and it just kind of like sends shocks through all your muscles in your back. Um, yeah, that's, that's correct. Like once it starts spasming, it just, it's hard to stop it. And then, you know, I've got to stretch it out properly and I have some good stretches and probably go see the chiropractor. Cause last time I did, he just, he, he whacked me a couple of times and I was feeling so much better. So that's instantly also whenever that does happen to me, because I'll like, sometimes I'll be in the gym if I didn't warm up, whether I'm doing like, like squats or some leg exercise where I'm putting weight on my shoulders, I'll feel it like almost like pinch and then slowly my my whole back starts to get like really tight almost even like where it's so tight it's like difficult to breathe and i found that like if you go instantly to like a sports therapist chiropractor um and he's able to like kind of set you back correctly uh faster then that recovery time goes down by like 65 75 percent or the the amount of time Um, yeah and i think that's a really common um, sports injury. Sure. Uh, the first time I did it, I was, uh, my cousin, he, uh, um, God bless him. He was, uh, prepping for doomsday and he had all these bags of rice and flour and sugar and, and stuff under the house where, where, um, he was living at the time, which my mom also was staying there. So, I went under the house to get something and rats had gotten into all this stuff. And there was literally the whole entire basement was coated in flour. These rats had a party down there and it was a complete disaster. And obviously I was the one that was going to have to clean it up. And I lifted these huge bags and it was like this crawl space. So I, I couldn't like carry this, the sacks normally. So I had to carry them through this little tiny door. And, uh, dude, I was, I was so messed up and I was, I never had back bombs until that. And now, uh, you know, and I thought I was thinking about it after and I was like, what's more likely doomsday happening and and um, the supplies saving you or doomsday not happening. The rats eating the supplies and giving you some type of rat born illness. So Oof. I think uh, <laughs> I think the poor I think the, the latter is uh, is more likely. Um, so that's a uh, shout out to all you doomsday preppers out there. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what else about the the tournament? You, anything um, you thought was interesting, or any other highlights? I had a good time. I mean, it's annoying to have afternoon bracket, but fine. I just feel like you spend less time at the tournament, and it's like, you know, a little less fun. But um, all good, man. I mean, it was a paintball tournament. I was happy to be there with the guys. We had a bunch of laughs, and just, you know, good times at the hotel, and of course, got to play paintball. And considering, you know our our course of events through the tournament i'm i'm pretty stoked with third place you know we we were on the edge of of not making it into sunday mm-hmm. losing the diesel we lose say we lose the diesel and ironman we would have had to probably beat revo 7-0 to make it on um because only one team made it on at two and two and that was heat uh so yeah i mean definitely a uh, a grinder of a weekend and you know don't take any of these teams for granted. It's definitely, I feel like it's this year more than any other. You, we've seen some of these mid-level teams and low-level teams really pushing in to 
the the top tier so you know maybe it is a sign of a changing of the guard especially with some of the elite players getting a little bit older um but you can bet that barton and, and randy are are going to do their best to to stop that whether it's picking the other teams apart or 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 whatnot but sure um, i was we'll actually going to pull up uh these season rankings because there was some other cool stories you know um like nyx had, had a pretty good performance um yeah no i'm stoked for those guys too because i feel like they're a better team than their results are are showing um let's see here we got might be able to pull it up here yeah i've got it here dynasty i can uh, show it on 723 impact was 680 houston heat 660 and so this this next tournament um Mm -hmm. it's double points so i think we have to we can't place lower than one place below impact or I think maybe we can place two places below heat, but we can't place more than one place below impact. So I think if we, if impact wins and we get third, then we don't, we impact wins the series. Mm. So we need to, you know, it's going to, it's, it's up for grabs basically. Um, but down there at the bottom, you've got DMG in 20th and apparently yeah, so I haven't done the math, but I think if they place four or five places above the Saints, then Saints are out and DMG's in. So, mm. I mean, you could assume Saints are going to get last place, and that means DMG has to win, you know, one or two matches to be able to um, hold on to that spot. Yeah, I think I can I can pull it up here too, so everyone at home can see it. Let me see if I remember how to do this correctly was it there we go so yeah so we're seeing we're looking at that you know that race to avoid relegation here um nyx finishing ninth and saints finishing 20th yeah so i mean nyx is safe they have 269 so i mean if i mean i don't know maybe they're not yeah they maybe they're not safe if they place 20th i mean all they have to do is place ahead of the saints yeah so, so the sort yeah it's kind of going to be you know it'll be interesting um we already I mean, have... it would have been the it would have been the Ironman, but they picked up a, a one one eighty six at the Golden State Open. That's with a second place. So, you know, they're they they still only have two seventy four, but, yeah. but they're barely out of trouble. Sure. Yeah. Yep. And they're coming up. I mean, the Ironman. I feel like you know they're starting to figure it out. They have a group, good group of guys, and you know, I saw Shane Pastana out there, Billy Wang. Like you know, they've got they've got some uh some experience and some will it seems like to to improve so you know nick could probably attest to that and you know he's certainly uh the leader of that team and you know definitely showed it when they played us last couple of times i feel like yeah we played them three times in the past two tournaments and every game has been a battle yeah it definitely i think you know it's it's helping um you know, I think uh, I talked to to Nikki uh, 
coach of the Ironman, and and she she was saying the biggest thing that you know, and Fran as well was saying this that like those the guy there's no egos on that team. Um, which you find commonly with with younger players like they have an opportunity. Well, they're sponsored by they're sponsored by Die. I see what you did there. Paintball joke. Yeah, yeah. Ego. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're, they, they're willing to do whatever it takes, you know, to win. And they, they're like, hey, run, I want you to run over here to this bunker that you most likely will get shot off the break, but let's just try it. And so there's um, not a lot of people fighting back. And there's kind of like that old saying that a, a game plan that everyone buys in on versus a game plan that you have guys on the team that are – separated about how how it should um be executed is better than the better game plan where people are, have like split decisions on it you know so and it's being shown by by them uh and in my opinion i mean i guess to we'll see how it shakes out and I mean, do we have the like what the brackets are for the next event already uh, no, they're not going to know because oh, so that's right. Yeah. It's some weird thing where the, like the bottom 16 teams play into the top four teams. So that's basically right. we, are, we already have a buy into the top eight. Yeah. I, I guess uh, we'll see how, you know, who the saints and, and some of those um, bottom teams who they draw, but like, and no, I don't mean any disrespect. I just don't really see the Saints uh, winning any more games this year, unfortunately. That, that sounds disrespectful to me. Yeah, I mean, it is a little bit. I I was talking to Greg. I, I did go coach those guys with Brandon Short um, before Sacramento and went out and, and helped them out a little bit. And uh, Greg came up to me after this event, and he's like, yeah, I like – I don't know like where things went wrong this tournament. Like I got to go back and look and see like what what was the problem. And you know, I I, I kind of I think, the, I think the problem started when uh, Mouse, you, <laughs> J. Rab, um, who else was over there? Uh, Corey Hall, Celos, and, and when those guys and A. Rod, when all, when those guys left the team, I feel like that's when the problem started. Yeah, I. No. Oh, and the and the one guy that's on Russian Legion. Yeah, Diego. So, yeah, so. I, I well. but like they, you would kind of, and I think you could agree in this situation if you are dealt that hand of, now you have, guys that, were not even really playing semi pro or even D two paintball, playing in the pro division. You're most likely, if you try to stand toe to toe and and do the breakouts that everyone else is doing it doesn't matter you you, you know nine times out of ten you're gonna lose so you have to do stuff that's completely un- unorthodox and uh, like the wild dogs did it were a great example of that when they came in for that one world cup and they were just relentless all-out attack every point no matter what running to like crazy spots and they didn't change from that like that was their meta and they you're just, better off. You're yeah. better off doing that when you're that when you when you know you're not going to beat you know impact or heat playing you know a straight up game where yeah you've got two guys running the insert spots and playing the safe and back center and and hopefully you're going to win on firefights and decision making. I don't think so when you're dealing with guys like Tyler Harmon and Archie and you know 
elite level players that just J Rab that just don't you know they can just dismantle you. Yeah, there's a, there's absolutely you know no chance, unfortunately, to you know you might be able to squeak out a game or two here over a couple events, but like it's it's pretty uh, impossible feat in my opinion to play that toe to toe game. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting to to see how that plays out. And I will say, you know, I feel like in the rain, like I love those JT goggles. Like, yeah, I've been, I play with a lot of different goggles, and you know, typically they, they will fog in the rain. But those pro those pro flexes, they're tried and true, and just the air is allowed to circulate in there, and um, you know, you just you could see, which yeah. is a is a, a huge uh, a difference maker. So props to JT and our equipment. Um, paint shot great. Um, uh, you know that's a big part of, of success in the rain. And I feel like, you know, the rainiest game was that level game and we, we came out on top. So, um, props to, uh, props to JT and, and, uh, GI sports and all our, our sponsors supporting us there. What do you, do you know what they're going to do, um, uh, about Russian Legion, not playing those minors? I like, I get, I'm looking at the, the standings right now and they're intense so i guess it's not really that big of a deal because they just they're just now they don't get one of those those guarantees i mean like, they're, they're not in the they're not in the hunt for first place and they're not going to get relegated so i don't know i mean wh- who's it going to affect like one of these teams in the middle that they may place ahead of right like does seattle thunder care that you know they're tied for oh look they're tied for 10th Weird. What's going on here? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, they're 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 an eleven. Sorry, whoever whoever made this has made a typo. Um, so yeah, so Russian Legion's in tenth. Thunder's in eleventh. So is Thunder gonna be like, yeah, they didn't follow the rules. You had to play at least one minor. So should Russian Legion then get relegated? I don't think so. I mean, there's circumstances there that are understandable. Sure. Um, X Factor had a better better showing. You know, having a couple guys come back it was good to see. Yeah, and they did beat Impact. Yeah, it's hard to beat the same team twice in a row, though. That is tournament. that is uh definitely a difficult thing to do. Um, yeah, I talked to Mouse before that game, and he's like, "Yep, never gonna get you twice." Yeah, like, <laughs> he was really confident going into that one. Yeah. Um, oh, how about that? Um. I know. I I think you saw it. Um, that Bart speech. That was that was pretty cool. I thought that was. Uh, yeah, he knows, man. Got props to Bart. I mean, he was he was uh, dropping the truth. I don't know who posted that, but I saw it pop up uh, in on Instagram. And um, you know, words of words of wisdom, angry words of wisdom. Yeah. But true. We could. Um, let me see here. Am I allowed to show it? I think I could show uh-huh. it right. I don't see why not. Ryan's who, who not did. here. You can show everything. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. So Christian Riviera posted it, um, but but it's awesome. It's I, I thought it's like a pretty. Uh, Listen, the gloves did not drop yet, guys. 
<laughs> the pants and gloves did not drop yet. I did not. <laughs> I, I've I seen I so try, many. I said I would try to put them up this weekend. I, I just, I want to make sure that it's right. So. I see gloves. Huh. I've seen gloves. Probably that's like the most common uh, word written in the chat today. Um, but this, this Bart speech is, is great because it's not, there's anything, there's nothing like really intricate to it. It's just like about like wanting in. <laughs> They're dropping on D's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let me Back see if I can... Uh, I don't know I'll... what point the tournament that was, but I'm guessing it was after they lost to x It was, yeah, for sure. I, I talked to Mouse about that, and he said it. So I'll, I'll just hold my phone up here so we can see it. Fucking beat it under your fucking heads. Get it fucking right. It's fucking discipline, fucking solid ball with five guys. We're going to lose, guys. But you got fucking greedy. That's all that happened. Quit getting fucking greedy. You want to win? Fucking play together. I mean, I don't think anyone would have been able to give that speech to our team because someone would have been like, uh, I think I'm the hero. (laughs) 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 There would have been about 30 uh, interjections of of snide remarks before he got to the end of it. Um, But yeah, props to Bart. I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. Uh, And it's cool when you see those, like, I forgot who we showed uh, Meter had a, speech from x factor one like earlier this year that was pretty powerful like that and it's cool when you see guys like genuinely like talking straight from their heart and it just flows and it's like you know there's times like that when it it really like resonates with people and makes a huge change like uh that that speech oliver gave in that 2015 world cup was incredibly powerful um you weren't there at that Philly tournament, but Archie gave a, uh, and it wasn't on camera, but he gave a speech to us the night before uh, Sunday and was like another one of those speeches. Like when it comes from some guy's heart and you know, and like you just see everybody, it, it instills in them and they go out and you win a tournament. It's awesome. No, you're right. I mean, you can tell when someone means it. Yeah. Mafia said you your speech cup last year too yep i was definitely feeling that one in the moment you know and there's a difference you know you know when you believe what you're saying yeah. and and uh and when it's just lip service mm-hmm. 
So, yeah. what else? I don't know, man. Just uh, proud of you and proud of the team, and um, excited to get back out there and and do it again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Archie said it best too. Like, it's good to get some uh, some humble pie going into before World Cup. Show you that you know, there's never uh, not enough hard work to be done. Um, you got to stay humble and and stay on the grind, and and there's always somebody ready to to take your spot especially when you're at the top. Yep, everyone's shooting for you. Um, all right, well, do you want to give away some stuff? Do you I, have the wheel? Do you know how to do that? Uh, I don't have the wheel. Ryan was supposed to send me something. Let's see if uh, he managed to do that. I was looking, and I didn't see it come in, but he was supposed to send me an updated. <laughs> These guys with the gloves. <laughs> Here. You giving you giving away some gloves on the on the show? The problem with that is there's sizes, so then you have to be like, oh, what size do you want? And it's a whole thing. Um, let me try to see here, man. I don't even know where. We might just have to um, do some some trivia here. You got a good trivia question? I gotta think here. How about, um, uh, C, you have CD on your fantasy team? Uh, CD who? It is nuts! <laughs> Memento Mayan said, is there a band dropping this week, Alex? Uh, yes, there is. There will be a band dropping this week. There is a band dropping this week. Got every week, don't worry. Someone said, here's a question. Is there ever a point where the team thought, let's put our second line in because this isn't working? I, I would say, yeah. Yeah. I mean, or I when mean, we, or when we were, you know, had a, a three to four point lead with two and a half, three minutes left against some of these teams, like maybe put in some fresh, some fresh legs. But I think he's saying, like, if, if it's not working, say we got our, like, uh, the Ironman game is a good example. Like, our, we did play our guys that game. Mm-hmm. You know, because the day before we lost to uh, AC Diesel, and I think a lot of the guys attributed that to, oh, we get my reps, or, you know, we got, you know, you're only getting a few reps, and, you know, a bunch of different guys only made one mistake, and that's the, the, the deal. But I, I don't necessarily think that was the situation. So next adjusted and said, okay, we're going with Archie, Ryan, Dalt, Marcelo, and rotating Blake and Yosh. Those are the guys. Those are the guys that played in that Ironman game. And Dalton got hurt, I think, the last point, and then Mikey went in. So um, that work. I mean, saw that game went down. Uh, but if you look at it, he stuck with the guys, and they ended up coming back. Yeah. Yep. Okay. On uh, Damien, Alex, Kyle, whoever else, um, with the the starters, if you will, and yeah, and we're kind of cutting out there for a second. Sorry. Anyway, what I said probably wasn't very important. (laughs) I did play uh, for a team called Authority. That's right. 
Way back in the day. I'll give a, um... I got headbands to give away. So if you want to, um, you want to find a way to do that. Okay. Yeah. I have a good question. I don't know if anybody's would get this, but what was the first competitive paintball team that I ever played on? I'll see a few from, I was, I think I know. I mean, it's not the obvious one. Wasn't it um, D's? Uh, no, it was a similar. Rhymes with Ligma. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's not Gridlock? Nope. And someone Alley. had an earlier team than that. TC Alley Cool Cats? Guys was I close. It was no one's going to be able to get it, I think. Uh, no. Vipers earlier gridlock was before it, vipers it was the hershey squirts he's right <laughs> stigma <laughs> it rhymes with stigma yeah no as someone saying stigma oh <laughs> uh, dude all um, right forget this question dude just give it to someone who makes the funniest thing <laughs> alex's mom that's right you got it, Rob Mata. He played on Alex's mom. <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, uh, Aaron Keane was pretty close. He said TC Cool Guys because that was like the first, the next team I played for. But it was a team called Sideshow, which I don't think anybody was. That's a good name. Was gonna I heard a great team. name for a team uh, called The Leftovers. The Leftovers, I like that. Yeah. Aaron yeah. Keane, you'll get it. Um, well, thanks, Carlos. Alex's nose. Aaron, send me your your uh, info on Instagram. I'll get you a beanie in the mail. Dude, Chris O is gonna give away a gambler band. And he's giving out memberships on here. He's he's the man, dude. Alright, Chris O, how do you want to give it away? Wanna do uh a... Give it away, give it away, give it away now. You wanna do um trivia here? Uh thanks, Rob. We, I love you guys. Smash that like button. Or smash the dick, dislike button. The dick. Whoops. <laughs> the dick like. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, Ryan. We ruined the show. Who do you th Who would you have uh, given the, the MVP to on our team if we would have went all the way? Archie, he had to. Yeah. Dude, he was floating around on a cloud out there. Yeah. He didn't even come to the, the practice the weekend before. I mean, the, he just is seeing the, he just got the vision, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's incredible right now. Uh, it's a good question. Um, what do you think was challenging about the layout? It seemed like everyone was worried about the center, but the snake was aggro. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it was the center. I mean, you got it was so even if you got in the snake early, a good team that wasn't in there would just know how to adjust. If you didn't get in there and do a bunch of damage and catch him off guard, I mean, we were in a situation like that a bunch of times where the other team was in the snake against Revo, and we, you know, just out, you know, 
we realized he was there, didn't let him kill us, and then adjusted and, and ended, up, ended up winning the point. Um, but, you know, I think the good teams realized that in the end, and they, they, they said the value isn't actually in getting in the snake, it's in capitalizing on the other team's mistakes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's what this field is about, and I think, Kyle, you had it pinned. It was up through that, you know, the center, you know, either one of those sides. I mean, the Russians came up with three guys through the Dorito side of the center a couple points. You know, oh, they, yeah. They weren't even trying. They weren't even thinking about getting outside. They didn't even want to. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's a smart, smart strategy. And you can see, like, all right, this is the type of uh, game planning that the, the these teams come come with, right? They, they, they set you up by running, running, running all tournament, and then you have this scouting report, and then they do something completely different when you play. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, I'd say Bruiser Boyan was the MVP of Chicago. I'll give you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to show um, this barrel that Philip did for me from Outlaw Anodizing. I can pull this up here. Uh, let me... Oh, yeah, that barrel came out sick. He made a couple Hormy ones, too, I saw there. He didn't give me one though. Let's see how we go. Boom. Yeah, pretty pretty rad design with this this Tigerware logo wrapped wrapped around. So thank you. Is that, that the Jedi Island that Luke Skywalker was training on? Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Ryan has it there. He's probably dreaming about it. Um did uh, Chris put in the chat how he wanted to give away that, that headband? I'm going to miss that. I, I well, used... here's what we'll do. When Ryan comes back, we'll do double giveaways next week. Okay. You know, uh, going back, to, though, to what you said about the field, although I think you're right, I think that if you were able to get into the snake, when everyone was playing that pocket versus pocket, I I do think there was a pretty uh, strong chance that you were winning that point in those that those later matches. Yes, for sure. Obviously, but who's your favorite Pokemon? Um, mine. Charmander. Oh, it's uh, Mewtwo. I like I like the little alien guy. The only one I know is Charmander. Dude, I got I got a, a, quite a collection right over here, actually. Oh, and Squirtle. Remember Pokemon Go? Look at all these. I'll show you. Uh, Excuse yeah. me. Uh, Squirtle's in your living room. You mind if I come in and pick him up real quick? Mal said something pretty funny. Uh, we were hanging out with them uh, in the lobby at the after everyone left on Sunday, and uh, Mal said he's like, J-Rad looks like the kind of guy that's playing Pokemon Go outside of the restaurant when he's going on a date, waiting for her to show up." <laughs> <laughs> comes out of the bushes hang on a minute i'm grabbing charmander yeah look at look at these i got i got all i got all the good ones oh johnny win yes dum dum episode was awesome if you haven't checked out the dum dum episode on their youtube channel dum dum paintball go check it out it came out pretty good you see um, the, and you see these oh alex God, look at that dude yeah look at look at all those Doghouse Studios. It's where it's at. Yeah. I got, I got a bunch of Charmanders here, actually, Alex. I can give you one. 
Do you have that $7 million one that that guy wears around his neck? No, I got one kind of close, but there, that one, which you wanted to see. It's not the, the holographic good ones. Sell them shits. Yeah, you got to like send them in. Uh, what is it? PSA, I think. Yeah, someone sent it in here. But it's really expensive. And then if they just... Yeah, PSA, 10 Charizard is worth $10,000 plus. What? Most memorable moment of my professional career? Um, probably at this last tournament when I when I uh, let Ryan get bunkered. We won the point, but I was secretly laughing. <laughs> no, most memorable moment? I don't know. Probably Spider Cup. Oh, I wasn't professional yet. It's during Spider Cup. Huh. Most memorable mo moment of my professional career? Probably when Oliver quit the team. Wait, Chris O. Chris O sent a question. Oh, did you send it to me? Let's see. Yeah, my most memorable moment was a negative one, unfortunately. You one time that? we were beating. One time we were beating the Russian Legion in the finals, and I was in the corner, and there was like two seconds left, and I like made a move out of the corner and got blasted, and then J-Rab hung the flag with like two seconds left, and we we uh, ended up losing in overtime. That was pretty memorable, <laughs> that, that mistake. <clears throat> All right, so Chris O said, how many total hormesis bands did I wear in USFL games and how many games? That's a pretty pretty extensive question there. Five bands, saw. eight games. Three bands, eight games. Two bands, eight games. Okay, so it sounds like there was definitely eight games. Four games. Seven games. Two bands. Okay. He sent me the, the answer here. So I got the answer. Is it two bands, six games? No. Three bands, eight games. Well, I'm not going to say it. I'm until... reading it off. I'm reading guesses that have already been guessed. By the way, those, uh, those bands came out tight. And um, people are liking them, so it's a nice prize here. I actually kept one for myself. Uh oh, someone's gonna get you in trouble. They said thanks for the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think someone got it. Wow. I I unless. What was it? <laughs> Vegas Venom again. Dude, what? Wow. Coming up, man. Mr. Oh, that reminds me. I'm going to have another bite of my Tostones over here. Four bands in ten games. Dude, Vegas Venom doubling down today. You need to go play the lottery. Dude, Vegas Venom. Wow. Milk is dry. <laughs> wow, yep. So I'll get that, uh, Chris, I'll get that information over to you or Vegas Phantom. You could also DM Chris. No, just forget about it. I have an extra one, Chris, here. I'll send it to him because I already have to send him a band. So I got you covered. There you go. I mean, Chris could, could hit the runner up. I think it was, uh, Dominic Lakita. 
No, Yoja actually does all the work at Field One. Says Alex seems like he does all the work at Field One. I actually do nothing at Field One now. Alex just waits for Tuesdays. I just sit here, we are patiently waiting for Tuesdays, trying on gloves and pants, and eating cheesy toast, cheesy plantains. That thing is a disaster. I don't know why I'm still eating it. Here's a good question. How much um, should I be fine for being 19 minutes late to start the show? Or should Ryan be fine? And if so, how much? Ryan should be fine. Double prizes and he has to eat one of those those uh, chips, the spicy chips. Yes, yes. I agree. Yeah, it's funny because... Some the- guy wanted me to do that. Oh, yeah, you guys, you missed the gloves. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the gloves are all gone. Gloves are gone. Oh, the pants are gone, too. Oh, by the way, with the pants, there's a Hormesis version and a Feel One version. They're the same pants. They just have different graphics on them. Mm. So they're pretty dope. <clears throat> Not as good as JT pants, of course, but, you know. No, oh, guys, the gloves, the gloves haven't been released yet. <laughs> so, oh, is there a name sure. for the pants yet? Um, I don't know what the Field One pants are going to be called, but the Hormuses one are called Chameleon because of the like we have this kind of iridescent. Oh, look at that! Um, they kind of have a little sheen to them, like where the the light hits them just right. They have a rainbow kind of pattern. Besides paintball, what what else could you use those gloves for? You think? Um, probably gardening. I don't know. Actually, they have holes in them, so dirt would probably get in. Um, I don't know. What do you use gloves for? Maybe picking your nose, hammering stuff. A, yeah, hammering. If you ran out of toilet paper, you might be able to put one of one of these on. Oh, if you um, can't get a like a like a pickle jar open or like a bottle cap. Yes, that would be good. A, a jar opening glove. Mm-hmm. definitely nothing uh not not they would be no use to actually keep your hands warm i don't think they would be very warm in the snow mm-hmm. um maybe if you had to slap ryan that would be good so you didn't hurt your hand <laughs> with the with the glove on or or just like without the just holding the edge of the glove. E- e- either either way yeah. yeah like i challenge you to a duel and then some laughing across the face yeah. shucking oysters <laughs> Uh, no, I would not rely on these for shocking oysters. <laughs> Maybe driving. Driving, okay. Mm. Flash dancing? Yeah, flash dancing would be good. You could probably wear these, yeah, if you were a stripper, just no clothes. You could. These will help you grip the pole. Mm-hmm, hmm Golf? Um, you know... Maybe, Maybe, right? I think they might be a little bulky for golf. But yeah, you know, they are thin for like paintball gloves. I I, cause I, I like that kind of lightweight uh, feeling. And they don't have a, um, they don't have a uh, strap, which is good and bad. It's good because the strap can't fail. It always annoyed me that strap getting in, in the way of your pads and stuff, which is extra bulky. And usually the Velcro would fail on it and then there'd just be a thing dangling off. But these ones don't have that, but there's a downside because it's kind of hard to get them on. Um, so, yeah, but I figure once you put them on, you're not like taking your gloves on and off all day. So I like them. 
Um, this is a, a good question, and maybe we can, uh, well, two things. One, I'm going to answer this question. Uh, Alex and I can answer it. And two, uh, I'm Misadventures with Kyle, you're going to win a prize, too, because you have been firing off uh, constantly good questions this whole show. So we'll get you set up with something. Um, find you something here. Get you a nice prize. Uh, so send me over your information on on instagram he said has there ever been a point where paintball stopped being fun for you um for me yeah he said it he said it to me but i think this is could be a good you know question for for both of us and it, it's funny because um you know mikey this weekend on on our team we always do a random room draw so that we're constantly you know not rooming with the same guys and getting to know everyone on the team uh, for like just cohesion and, and learning more about each person on the team. And Mikey asked me, he's like, why do you, um, why have you played paintball for so long? Like what, what do you love about, about paintball? And I, you know, I, I said for me, I think it's cool to be just at the highest level of competition in something, you know, regardless of, if it wasn't paintball, I'd probably find something else to uh, get that enrichment from. But I, I really think paintball is awesome because it's it's so unique and that it's it, you there, you can never be perfect. Like there's always going to be some some variables. You're always going to get shot here and there. There's no like you can't go a year without getting shot and win everything. I mean, Archie's had a pretty good year, but uh, <laughs> like it and. And another thing, and I think we talked about this on the on the show a couple of weeks ago, is it it's it's really meditative once you get you know there's different stages of that that like ultimate like meditation that you get you know you go to a practice you probably look at you're looking at your phone less you're enjoying the time around the other guys um, and you're not thinking of you know outside problems or your own stuff that you have to deal with and then it's heightened once you're in an actual point and then even more so at a tournament, you know, we, I asked you this question the other, the other weekend, uh, I think it was up in Sacramento and I was like, D have you ever been in a point and you thought about like something that's like going on in your life while you're physically like in the middle of a point, there's not really that that's completely absent. Like there's your in the most present situation that you can, you know, you could possibly be in and i think that's uh it, it it's very addicting to get that feeling of which i think is is really hard to replicate um in many ways you know even and i'm sure there's I forgot who i was talking about it with this weekend like why guys might play like you know pick up softball on the weekends or like co-ed leagues or just in the community because you get that um that hyper focus yeah, I mean, in the I, present. I did that day when you, after you asked me that dive into the snake and start thinking about if Rhaenyra was going to be able to sit on the iron throne. <laughs> um, <so laughs> no, you're, you're right, dude. I mean, I mean, for me, yeah. I mean, paintball is sort of my identity, you know, I've been doing it for so long, all my best friends and, and, you know, I mean, I consider a lot of you guys like family. Um, I found through paintball and, and just, being around everybody is uh what's fun for me and of course 
playing the game itself is still fun for me. So, yeah, I mean, it, the game is uh, almost like a, a form of, of meditation or therapy, right? You're completely locked in in the present. And if you get distracted, you're going to get shot. So, um, you know, I, I feel like that those are the things that I cherish the most out of out of playing and are fun for me and that's you know being in the game and playing and yelling and shooting and trying to figure out how to shoot the guy and not get shot and also being around your your brothers and sisters out there and and enjoying the the time together yeah yeah i I agree i mean it's uh yeah it's tough when you're like all right gotta go back home to real life after uh you're in that that includes ryan too (laughs) Well, he brings like a little bit of real life back in, so he like reminds you that there's still real life. So it preps you for leaving the tournament. Yeah, being around yeah. Ryan. Yeah, for sure. I think you were in the car when uh, I was trying to get my gear bag in there, and then he started talking shit, and I was like, "He's like, your bag can go here. Hurry up, figure it out." And I was like, "Fuck you, Ryan. I don't. I'm not even going in the car anymore. I'm going to that other. Or I'll Uber to the field." <laughs> Dude, some of the conversations we have, bro. Oh my god. Right. Oh boy. Yeah, they're they're we have some great um time passing conversations, especially in the in the hotel room when there's there's nothing to do. <laughs> what well, did you go ahead? I was just gonna say there's comments about being mic'd up in here. So yeah, well hopefully we can make some more fun mic'd up comment or content. I'm yeah. a content I'm a content creator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love content. I forgot I was gonna I was gonna ask you something. Making memories. That's right. Favorite gun from back in the day, yeah. L C D Angel. L C D Angel was my go to. That thing was was uh, amazing. You know, I feel like the guns I bought myself had more meaning than, you know, guns that I got from sponsors. I had a silver one, a silver LCD angel with a black grip frame. That shit was dope. Was there a point where you knew that you were going to, you realized paintball was something you were going to pursue professionally? No, there wasn't. That kind of just happened because when I was started playing paintball, I wasn't, I didn't think paintball was a professional thing. And then I realized there was competitions and we tried one of those and got last place. And then I met some guys out there. And the only reason I was ever into it is because of the people I was doing it with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, eventually we got good enough to where we could play against better players. And, you know, that just sort of happened naturally. It wasn't really a goal. Mm -hmm. I mean, when all I know when Oliver realized there was professional paintball, he was like, all right, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Uh, but for me, you know, it wasn't like that. You know, it's funny. I I had like a weird reason that paintball kept drawing me back because I think when I started playing paintball, I, w- I mean, I was like four or seven as a senior. It was really, really small. Not that I'm that much bigger now, like five, 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 six. But uh, I was incredibly small. Um, I think when I started playing paintball, I was probably like four, two, four, three at 14, 15 years old. And I was terrified. Like every time I played, I was extremely terrified. 
but for some reason I wanted to keep going back to play even though like before the game started or like even during the day I would play maybe like once or twice and then I'd be like I'm done I'm, I don't want to play anymore uh, and I like wanted to conquer that fear in some weird way even though my everything was like telling me like don't play this like so I was terrified and I, I like constantly wanted to like go back and, and, and conquer that so um, that was you know one thing for me um, besides that I wasn't that good at school when I was yeah, younger you, you had, it sounds like you had a chip on your shoulder and and you were trying to you know prove to yourself that you could do it yeah that's amazing yeah and I wasn't good at school, so I was like, I gotta try to find some other other avenue. And then once I realized, I was like, okay, well, you just need to put some like time and effort, commitment, self discipline to be great at something. Then I was like, all right, now I can go back and be good at school. So, dude, you did it. Yeah, and you're good at school now. Yeah, look at that. You beat it, dude. Yeah, you're the big winner. But you did meet Ryan along the way, so I'm sorry. Yeah, for yeah. yeah. There is a little bit of. You know, there's two two sides to every coin. Sandbox killer, we talked about that earlier. Uh, Ryan had a fat ball in his gun, and so right as he was about to shoot him, his gun stopped working. Um, and it wasn't a penalty because it was kind of in a gray area of if he was calling himself out. It would have been funny if Ryan just started screaming, "Surrender! Surrender!" I thought he was saying that when I saw like Sergey put his his gun up. That's why you scream when you bunker guys. Yeah. Or he's like, yeah, that's right. Get out, Sergey, And then, like, <laughs> reverse psychology him behind. Yeah. Or if he, like, yeah. turned around and then he's like, one. Or if Ryan's like, yeah, that's right. Get out. And he's, like, putting his thumb. All right. Well, say la vie. You know, that's a, a bummer, that moment. We probably would have been in the finals if that didn't happen. But um, a lot of great things did happen and we made it all the way up to third place. So I'm not mad about that, especially after losing to uh, diesel and, you know, having a really tight one with iron men. So looking back at the tournament, not upset, ready for world cup though. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, good show. I always, um, I like these shows. We get deep in the, in the combo. Um, yeah. And send some, uh, send some good energy out to Ryan out there and, uh, in paris hopefully he has a fun time and doesn't get too fat on croissants and um we will see him next week yeah well, there's got uh what do you got like the the u16 guys out there the over 70 masters division with ryan oh damien other... vasquez what up dog he was supposed to be here damien was there he is in the chat yeah he, he, made it. he said he got he got called up um to go to la to to um, be an actor for a Quentin Tarantino movie, I think he said. Oh, nice, dude. I just figured he thought you were on Hawaiian time. Yeah, no. He was going to come down. And then he left me hanging. So a Shout out to Damien, man. That dude played like a, like an animal. Um, he's definitely coming up and uh, really proud of him. Yeah, always has a good attitude, you know. Um, taking it, his licks and, and, you know, putting the time in, not always getting to play, and it got a lot of points... Um, played this event and, and showed up so good good for good for you damien and incredible teammate lots of laughter really enjoyable guy to be around um oh yeah what's his what was damien saying 
Innocence is a bliss. <laughs> innocence. Ignorance. He's like, I'm ignorant. I'm ignorance is bliss. Oh yeah, I'm ignorance as a bliss. <laughs> Dude, the dumb dumbs, man. Yeah. Never ends. All right, cool. we'll go check out the Dumb Dumb channel after this, and uh, hopefully those guys are going to put out some more fun videos soon. What should I What should I show here? Should I show the uh, commercial, 100th anniversary? What do we want to see at the end? Uh, that video of Bart maybe yelling. Okay. I don't have that, uh, that queued up here, but... All right, guys. Well, sorry we didn't have the, the wheel. Um, sorry for being 19 minutes late. Sorry for getting third, but we're going to be back strong. We're going to win World Cup. We're going to be back next week with even more gifts. Thank you guys for uh, the best questions since you don't often send good questions in here. So helping Alex and I out today. Um, and maybe they had more time to ask questions because Ryan wasn't talking the whole time here so yeah and thank you for all the um the, the nice comments about my uh my hair and um youthful appearance that really mm. makes me feel good about myself so mm -hmm. thanks for that guys and um and be, on, be on the lookout for the hormesis gloves that did not drop yet um but alex will let you know when those are going to drop um if you want some tiger wear merch like this or some beanies or some headbands there's some on the site or the hoodie alex has got on and like I said, more gifts, more wheel spins, and more trivia next week. Thank you so Love much. You guys. Thank you. Be good to each other. We'll see you next week on Tuesday at 4 back here. It is so very rare in the course of off. human Be events careful. that a duo so powerful and influential comes around and changes the course of history itself. Lennon and McCarthy, R2-D2 and C-3PO, Mario and Luigi, Bert and Ernie, peanut butter and jelly. And now, in the obscure and extremely specific paintball demographic talk show space, two descendants of Winston Churchill himself take you on a weekly adventure every Tuesday at 4 p.m. live on YouTube. Celebrating their 100th episode, which definitely started before the Play the Game podcast, your number one rated live paintball show on YouTube, Kyle Spicka and Ryan Greenspan welcome you to the Spicket Span Show. <laughs>